Hello, and welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, How are you today? Oh, I'm I'm okay. Um, well, it's yeah. Today is the Super Bowl of two teams I care nothing about. Um, <laughs> but you know, good times. Usher maybe could be a cool musical experience. Um, That's cool. But I am excited because this week coming up, we are moving. So um, we're doing a soft That's move. A so big deal. Yeah, I'm really it's a excited. Big deal. So really, exciting. really excited. What about you? What's up with you? What's up with me? Oh, living the dream. I feel like that's what people say when like everything's crumbling in. It's fine. <laughs> We're good. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, just <laughs> living the dream. Okay. All right. Kids are well, healthy. That's all that matters. Yes. So that's good. Huge. Huge. Um. So today, guys, we're deviating a bit from our our season two format. Ambie had this uh, idea of something really fun she wanted to do um, for episode three, and you know what? We're we're experimenting here, so we just said, "Hey, let's do it. Why not? Why not? Why not?" Jeez. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I was listening to this podcast called "That's Why," and that's why I drink, and they <laughs> talk about like. Um, unsolved mysteries, or they talk about cool places or different things like that. And I thought that we could do something similar, but have like a psychic take on it because I think that would be fun. So I am going to talk about the Bennington Triangle in Vermont today. Okay. So this allegedly is one of the most haunted places in America. Um, Five people have gone missing there. And so I'm going to give you guys my little book report on what happened. And Alexa is going to feel into what she thinks happened. And I want your reaction. I hope you're not Googling it. No, no. I was just writing down the name of the triangle. But I have never heard of this before. And I'm not Googling. And I know nothing about it. So this is is all new to me. So right away, how do you feel about it? Um... Well, it's giving me this feeling of, like, Blair Witch Project. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Very on brand. Very on point. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bennington Triangle is an area of southwestern Vermont, which is responsible for five people that went missing between 1945 and 1950. There have been books about it and movies about it that have been made, um, but really nobody still knows what happened to these people. So I'm going to talk about that today. Okay. So let's talk about the first victim that happened was a 74-year-old man who was an experienced outdoorsman. He was an experienced hunter, and he was on the long trail of the Vermont Route 9 which was a hunting trip that he went on November 12th, 1945 with his son-in-law. And they had gone this way before. Like I said, he was an avid outdoorsman. So he was pretty familiar with that area. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, so it was, he decided that he was going to, he was with his son-in-law, he decided that he was going to go off the path and he had to go back to camp to get something and that he was going to meet up with his son-in-law 
Um, about 20 minutes later, he said it was only a short distance, so he was going to go back to camp real quick to grab lunch. That was at 3 p.m. Everybody had come back from where they were, including the son-in-law. Nobody had ever seen that man again. He was gone. Uh, they had an extensive search party. The FBI was um, brought out to search for this person. Um, the only evidence they had discovered was a single rifle cartridge that was found in a stream nearby. The speculation is that Rivers, who is the man, Rivers had learned, leaned over and the cartridge had dropped out of his pocket into the water. But he was an experienced outdoors man who was familiar with the local area. So there would be, it wasn't a used cartridge. It was an unused gun cartridge. Okay. So this okay. was confirmed to be his. Yes, it was confirmed to be his cartridge. Okay. Got it. But okay. it wasn't used. Okay. Um, so that's kind of interesting because he had a weapon on him. So if it was like a bear attack, he could have defended himself. And you would have had remains. Right. Someone would have heard something. He was 20 minutes away from other people. Nobody heard or saw anything. Okay. What do you think? What do I think happened to him? Mm-hmm. Like so far, what do you think? I, well, I don't think it was a bear attack. Okay. Um, <laughs> I definitely, yeah, bear attack feels like it would be messy. Um, what do I think happened to him? <sighs> well, I do see him being taken, taken okay. by surprise and taken. By someone, something, because there's a lot of theories. I mean, it feels like someone's coming up behind him and, like, putting in their arm. Like, like I don't feel like he – I don't even know if he ever saw them. Um, mm. But it's, like, someone behind him. Okay. That's all I see. That's all I'm getting. Okay. So the next wait, one – Oh, wait, these Hold on. These all happened in this, like, park? Same area of this park. <clears throat> and how big is this park? It is a hundred miles – like circumference oh okay but this particular part of the park uh -huh. is uh like a certain trail okay because like another thing i was seeing was like almost like somebody has like a i don't know like I, I'm, what i'm seeing is like a little cabin but like i don't know if like that would be a thing or maybe it's just talking about like a shelter or like a place of a place where somebody hangs out or um so that's a good theory and i'm going to debunk that theory in a second okay okay but so the okay. next the next person is a year later that was november in 1945 this is december 1st 1946 paula weldon age 18 is a sophomore in college she set out for a hike on the long trail so same trail okay okay uh, do, 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 do. many saw her depart, including Mr. White, an employee who gave her directions. He, she was not wearing a jacket during the journey. It was 50 degrees outside, later dropping to nine degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, well, Weldon, what, the, what the hell, Paula? Like, what are you exactly okay? Weldon, Paula Weldon was alleged to have been seen on the trail itself by an elderly couple where they were a hundred yards away from her. Okay. Okay. Uh, according to them, she turned the corner of the trail, and when they reached the same corner, she had disappeared. 
Okay. An extensive search party was conducted in which the posting was a $5,000 reward. So that's a lot of money at that time. And help, uh, any help from the FBI, there was no evidence of her ever found. And she was, it was also an inspiration for a book later on, but nothing, nothing was ever found of her. She was gone. Okay. So there's no information there. They searched the FBI. Every time people disappear, it's not funny. Every time people disappear on this trail, they call the FBI because at the time they didn't have anybody on the trail to search. So I'm sure the FBI was like, what the fuck, people? Okay. I feel like she was already, like, troubled before going on the trail. I feel like she was already, like, I understand these people are disappearing without a trace and that's the weird thing. But, like, I don't know. She seems like, um, just kind of lost already. Like a lost soul wandering around. Yeah. Or, like, in the trail. Or, like. Dist- like something's wrong already just mm-hmm. even her going onto the trail like I don't know if she had plans like for suicide or I don't know if she was trying to run mm. away or I don't know if but like something feels off to begin with okay so the next one is James Tenford James okay. was uh, a veteran he went missing December 1st 1949 three years to the day after Paula was last seen hmm I know. Interesting. Uh, he was a Bennington resident. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. And what about so, what he was just hiking for fun? So, no, listen to this. This is the fucking weirdest one. Are okay. you ready for this? Okay. okay. So Tedford uh, had been in St. Albums visiting relatives, which accompanied to a local bus station. He was... Uh, He was the last location that that was the last location he was ever seen. According to witnesses, Tedford got on the bus and was still aboard the last stop before arriving to Bennington. Somewhere between the last stop and Bennington, he had vanished. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. He was aboard what? He was aboard a bus that drove by the trail. He was never on the trail. Okay, he got on the bus, but when he it got time to get the off, bus, he never got off. He never got off. Okay. <laughs> okay, listen, because it gets weirder. His belongings were still in the luggage rack and an open bus timetable on his vacant seat. Uh, uh, Tony Jenkins, which is a witness, saying that he just vanished into thin air while on the bus. Hmm. Wait. Sorry. Sorry. There. Let me. There's a witness, yeah, and that is who says, all they have of him. Hold on. There's a witness who yes. physically saw him vanish into thin air. Who said he just vanished into thin air? But did he mean like, like the the term of phrase where you're like, no. He oh my said, god. He just disappeared. Dematerialized in front of my eyes. <gasps> oh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. According to this witness, on this specific, like, trail, well, okay. on the road by this trail, the long okay. trail. Okay. Okay? Okay. What are your thoughts? Well, now I'm, like, understanding a little bit more of, like, why I was seeing the cabin thing I was seeing mm-hmm. earlier, because I don't know if you guys watch a show, but I do. It's called uh, Yellow Jackets. 
and it's about this soccer team, this girls' soccer team that um, back in like the 80s, I think, they are on a flight to like championships and their flight crashes and they crash in like the middle of nowhere, like like just like mountains and like they, they don't know where they are. Anyway, mm-hmm. it starts off as like a survival story, but then it becomes very like Blair Witchy and yeah. like um, mystical and like there's like there's like an entity there with them that's like a whole something they don't understand and like it's very creepy. So, um, so anyway, in that show, they find this cabin that mm-hmm. is just like abandoned and they kind of like inhabit it, but like that's also where like more of like the weird shit starts happening. So, I think I'm seeing that because it's like there's a mystical <laughs> element Being. here yeah yeah. yeah um and i'm sure that like stories get exaggerated you know yeah. what i mean i mean but i need to i need part more of the fun i can't believe that the, that all that is said from this one guy is like he literally dematerialized in front of my eyes like what do you mean what happened right before that? What do, what do you mean? I need to talk to you about yeah. this situation. No follow-up questions. Tina, you freak out on the bus. Like, yeah. did you wait to the bus stop? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Have you been drinking that day? Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. 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 And also, the guy who said he dematerialized, did he know him before? Or was he just, like, no, sitting near him? he was alone. Him? He was just sitting in on the bus. And was, like, he acting weird? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the other thing that is like this was like 1940s. Yeah. Like like I don't know. Okay, go ahead. There was just there's okay. just no there's not a lot of like information. There's not know. a lot of information on that one. It also is very possible that he ran away or died or something and it's completely unrelated to the rest of the disappearances, but it's part of the lore and so we're leaning into it. Okay. Okay. All right. The next person is Paul Jepsen, 19, October 12th, 1950, age eight. He okay. was accompanied by his mother in a truck. She left her son unattended for about an hour while she fed some pigs. I don't even want to talk about that because <laughs> truly, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's 1950, so you got to think about the time frame. But when I read that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, I digress. Like- so many things. First of all, his name sounds eerily similar to George Jetson, but okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, and then it's like uh, you feed pigs kind of like a petting zoo? No, I think they had a farm nearby. Oh, and she had to feed pigs. And she had to feed the oh. pigs. Okay. Okay. Well, that's when she returned, her son was nowhere in sight. Search parties were formed to look for the child. Major search parties were formed to search for this child. Okay. Nothing was ever found. Jepson was wearing a bright red jacket that should have made him more visible. According to one story, bloodhounds tracked the boy to the local highway where, according to local legend, Weldon had disappeared four years earlier. Oh, where the, and that's the guy Paula before, Weldon. The Paula, guy before the 18-year-old. Had... Yeah. Okay. Oh, Paula. Okay. Paula was on the long trail, and that's where she disappeared. <sighs> And bloodhounds had found the scent leading to the long trail for Paul. Paula, Paul. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I digress. And then our last person, uh, Frida Langer, 
October 28, 1950, six days after Jepson had vanished, Frida Langer, age 53, and her cousin, this is the weirdest one. And this, this is only one, six days later? This is six days later. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but me personally, if I'm hearing this shit, I'm, got, I'm not going on that trail. Yeah, but who knows if hiking. they're actually hearing this. You're like, right. It's you're right. the 50s. Go ahead. You're right. Okay. So this is the weirdest one. Age 53, her and her cousin... Uh, Miss Elster, we'll say, led her family camps, uh, left her family campsite near the Somerset uh, Reservoir to go on a hike. During the journey, Langer slipped and fell into a stream. She told Esther that if she were, uh, if she asked if she would wait, uh, she said she'll go back to the campsite, change her clothes, and then catch back up to her cousin. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the distance. From where she slipped and the campsite was about a half a mile. Okay. So it's not far. Okay. So if someone grabs you and you can scream, if a bear attacks you, people are going to hear it is my point. Mm-hmm. All right. So she never returned back to the campsite where her family was waiting for her. Okay. So somewhere from the stream to the campsite, she disappeared. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love your face right now. It's like, I can't stand this. Over the <laughs> next two weeks, five uh, search parties were conducted involving aircraft, helicopters, up to 300 searchers. No trace was ever found of her during the search. Hmm. On May 12, 1951, so a few months later, her body was found three and a half <gasps> miles away from the campsite in the eastern branch of Deerfield River, an area that had not only been searched seven months previously, but had been extensively searched. Her body was so mangled and in such poor condition that they, they could not determine a cause of death. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and those are the five people that have gone missing or passed. She's the only one that their her body was found. Hmm. I mean that. Hmm. And it was already searched extensively after she went missing. Yep. I mean that one kind of feels like it could be like an animal or something like right. with how mangled the body was, and also like. I don't know. It could have her body could have been somewhere else and then like moved. So I I don't know. But also three months like that would have been a very decomposed body. But OK. Yeah. Anyway. Um, OK. So what's the question? OK. So the question is, what do you think is happening here? Do you think they're all related? Do you think they're similar? Um, there's a lot of theories. One theory is like a serial killer. Right. But mm-hmm. that's kind of debunked because none of the victims have anything in common other than being in the location. Mm-hmm. So usually serial killers will have like a certain type or they'll have like an MO or they'll have a pattern of behavior. There is nothing like that. So that theory kind of got debunked pretty quickly um, because you have an eight-year-old and a 72-year-old. There's well, too also wide the, of a the guy on the bus who dematerialized. Dematerialized in front of people's eyes, <laughs> allegedly. Okay? Okay. Um, there's another theory. Okay. And I, I shake my head because it 
the time period, it is considered to be racially motivated. So, yeah. Um, There's a theory that there were wild men living in the woods and that they were essentially killing people. Okay. Well, that theory, again, goes debunked because nobody's body was ever found except for the last victim. Mm-hmm. And there were many, many times they were so close to other people, people would have heard something, seen something, Some there would have been some kind of witnesses. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Well, again, I go back to the guy on the bus. Like Guy on the bus makes no sense. <laughs> He's kind of like the third bu- Okay. Then there are other theories of Sasquatch. There are other theories of aliens. And there are other feelings of uh, theories of it being like um, a like a not a wormhole, but like a, a portal. Dimension, a portal. Thank you. That's what I was um, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I saw. So when I first heard about this, what I saw was people like falling through things. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, this in the time period and the place that it is, there were a lot of mine shafts in the area. When that's mm-hmm. why you said cabin could be a mine shaft that somebody stayed in. Right. Mm -hmm. However, when you think about the search parties and you have hundreds of people looking for them, why did nobody else fall through a mine shaft? Why Mm -hmm. did nobody else uh, find a mine shaft? Nobody else was injured during that. So that theory of like falling through a mine shaft and like dropping out doesn't make any sense either because someone would have found the mine shaft. Mm -hmm. And the guy in the bus doesn't make any sense either. Yeah, it kind of just feels like like a th- suspense thriller, like horror movie. Whenever I like tap into all the different things, it's like with the little boy. What I was seeing was like him sitting in the car, and then it's like he sees something outside of the car that catches his eye. So he's like, "What is that?" And he's like going or over. something that's like luring him away. Yeah, kind of being like, "Hey, like that." Yeah, and, like, he's going. And he keeps following it, and it keeps getting like a little farther away. And then before mm-hmm. you know it, he's like he like crossed some threshold and he's like in a different dimension or something or he's taken or I I don't know, but it does feel like this weird, creepy element of like, um, Oh, what do they call those things too? That are like, it's like shape shifter slash like a Mm. siren, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Um, like, it's almost like a, I mean, and this goes, I'm thinking a lot about Yellow Jackets again, too, because it's like, there's like a curse, like it's, it's like a mm. curse in that specific place where they landed, um, mm-hmm. which is probably why they landed there. Um, in, but anyway, so, okay, so there's a question like, what, it, what I mean, I mean, Honestly, like that's what I'm getting because, but, 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 but also it's like, part of me is like, is this real? Like, are are these people real? Is this all just like a huge urban legend? Because part of it literally feels like a movie. So. I mean, I feel like, I think it's weird and I'm looking it up right now. Um, I do think it's weird that there's one thing that says over 40 people have vanished in the triangle, in the Bennington Triangle. But hmm. um, the so last, what do you think it is? Well, I think it's I think it's 
partial, like, this person went hiking and got attacked by a bear. This person went hiking and disappeared. This person went hiking. I think that it's very logical things, mm -hmm. but the allure is like something's crazy is happening here, right? Mm -hmm. Because I, I feel like if it was um, something more significant, like a portal or like um, ETs or whatever, why would there not be more people missing? And what, why what? would it stop in 1950 is my point. There would be, I think there would be more um, activity. Well, maybe I they like move to a new location. <laughs> maybe they move to the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. <laughs> bum, bum, no. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. like, I don't know if that's really like, a sound reason for like why it couldn't be something like m mystical or whatever because like I don't know why does this like uh, I, I don't know I just feel like you know five people went missing that's significant and that is significant in a five-year period and people go missing in lots of places all the time so like it could I what I mean is um I agree it absolutely could be that like each case is different it just feels related mm -hmm. um but and also I think something that through our podcast and through what we've done together we've kind of learned that like um the the knowledge of and the belief of that there is something going on in a particular place or something like a curse mm -hmm. if you like believe in that like you're yeah. giving credibility and power to that being a real thing therefore mm -hmm. you are more susceptible to becoming a part of that reality or story or something that looks like that's a reality you know so mm -hmm. I'm totally open to that I guess it's just hard for me to tell because like intuitively when I feel into it, it all just feels like a movie to me. Like it just, it doesn't feel like real. fully real. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I think they're unrelated, but the, the lure of it is, oh my gosh, all these people disappeared. Yeah. I, for some reason, feel like the guy on the bus did not materialize in front of somebody's eyes. I feel like that is grossly exaggerated. Um, and I also feel like he's unrelated to this whole situation. Intuitively, right. that's what I feel like. I feel like he just, like, got off the bus. Like, I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, like, he's I feel just, like, like the guy next to him was, like, um, fucked up. <laughs> or maybe he was asleep and the guy got off the bus and then he's like, oh, my God, yeah, he's gone. he disappeared. Yeah. I mean, the question would be, like, why did he leave all of his stuff? But maybe that guy was being weird with him. Mm, that would make – oh, my and God. And he was just like, I just need to get off or away from That's this guy. That's the real mystery right there. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Legit. What happened to these two guys on Honestly, the bus? we need to investigate, like, the supposed truths that have been told with regards to, like, from men about why yeah. things have happened. Because yeah. pretty sure – it's safe to say <laughs> at least 50% of it is like men making stuff up to discredit 
the victim yeah. and credit themselves of like, I was, I was just here being a friendly person and I, this, something crazy happened to them. It's like, you were yeah. probably involved. So you were being a creep. <laughs> yeah. And he got off the bus. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, mm, okay. Was that yeah. it? That was it. The end. <laughs> the end of my book report today. Cool. Fun. What, 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 Okay, cool. Well, I guess maybe, if you're listening, maybe yeah. we'll go over like the Bermuda Triangle. That I feel like is real. That's I think real we already have right on there. the podcast. Damn it! All right. Well, Never mind. I, I, yeah, it's it. it I think what check we check out that episode. I don't know what episode it is. I think, didn't even know we did it. Yeah, we did, and I think it was that. Um, Basically, it was it's like some sort of like electromagnetic interference mm. having to do potentially with like a crystal underground or like old societies, potentially Atlantis. I actually can't really remember. <laughs> you know what I love the idea and it also scares the shit out of me in okay. the same aspect. Yeah. Is um the idea of like portal jumping it's not timeline jumping but it's more of like i'm in a different dimension i'm in a different reality and yeah. i can remember the other reality and remember the other dimension but nobody else around me has that recollection oh that happens to me and my husband all the time and now we've gotten to the point where i just say and it's ha it, it has especially increased so much since becoming parents i think because he just forgets that he doesn't tell me things or that I wasn't there for certain things. Mm -hmm. But it is also possible that we're – anyway, whenever anything like that happens where he's like, I told you this the other day and you said blah. And I'm like, no, literally that never happened. You're in another timeline. Like that was it. Like, you're in it. And we just say it all the time. I'm like, that was another timeline. Yeah. That was not my timeline. I was not yeah. there for that. Yeah. Mo <laughs> says that to me now too. He's like – I mean – She's like, this relationship is a new timeline. I don't want to get yeah. out of it. And I'm like, <laughs> I like it too. Oh, it's that's a good nice. One. But um, yeah, there's a lot of accounts on TikTok. Maybe we could play them where people like, there's this one, one, I've talked about this before, but it fucking takes up way too much space in my brain where this man went to the mailbox, which is like a mile long. So it's a good, good size walk. Went to the mailbox Found his cat dead at the end of the mailbox. Oh, my God. He just got to call one. the vet. Yeah, got to call the vet. Brings the dead cat back. Calls the vet. On the phone with the vet, the wife is crying. Everybody's upset about the cat. And the cat is fine now. And the vet is like, yeah, that's why they say cats have nine lives, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, 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 no. He was dead. Like, mm -hmm. he wasn't playing dead. He was dead. Like, the vet's guts like, yeah. out of his body. Yeah, dead. and the, <laughs> the vet is like, yeah, no, that's why they say that. And he's like, <laughs> what the fuck, right? <laughs> then I think his wife, like, hates – it was something small. Like, his wife hated pickles, but now she likes pickles after this. It was like yeah. that walk had changed. He walked Everything, into a different dimension. Like, he, there was a lot of signs that he was in a different dimension. He had jumped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's like you and the waffles. Freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which and you know, I, you do you know what? Like I, I literally know I eat pancakes with my son every single morning. I can't I have, with you today. We have not had a waffle. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Okay, just for anybody listening. So ever since Ambie and I became good friends, I was obsessed with waffles, like a obsessed. Belgian waffle. Oh Love my God. waffles. And then I bought um, her a waffle maker for Christmas one year because yeah. she loves them so much. I love waffles. Okay, so then, so then, like a few years into the friendship, or it was like a f- couple years ago, Ambie started saying, "I'm in the wrong timeline. Like I really feel like I jumped into a timeline. It's not the right one. Everything's different." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, like things are different, but like, and yeah, like that. Pr- you know, maybe that did happen, but like." Like, I was kind of downplaying it and just being like, yeah. I don't think you're, like, in the wrong timeline, you know? I think, you like, know? you're being silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's then – the energy. And then – and then we were at one of our retreats. South Carolina uh, last, retreat. I remember the yeah. day very specifically. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And she came up to me and she was like, do you want a waffle or a pancake? And I was like – Because the pancake. guy was ma- – our chef was making – Waffles and pancakes. Right. Pancakes. And I said, do you want a waffle or a pancake? Assuming she would say waffle. And she's like, pancake. And I said, excuse (laughs) the the fuck out of me? The reaction was so funny. You were actually like packing up your suitcase and you just suddenly put everything down and your head hangs low and you're like – and I was like, what? And you were like, the Alexa I know. (laughs) In the other timeline, you liked waffles. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, like that is true. I did like start loving pancakes over waffles like a couple years ago, I guess. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, at least you have memories of it, because if you were like, I've never liked waffles. You're yeah, crazy. that would have been really freaky. And you never bought me a waffle wake- maker. I would be like, oh, my yeah. God, that yeah. would be so scary. Yo, that would be, that would be, I have examples like that, but I can't even, I can't really think of them right now, but those are some of my favorite stories to listen to and read and watch. Um, actually on TikTok, I follow all these accounts that are like, they're like accounts that post things that Reddit people post. And Mm. a lot of the ones I follow are like, what's like the craziest thing that's happened to you that like you cannot explain? And the stuff on the everything on there is like that that and it's so reading that always re-inspires my like magic and wonder of the universe to we be should like read one of those on here yeah okay well maybe next time i pull up some of those um reddit stories ambie this was a fun little detour from our normal content if you guys haven't Listen to our normal season two content. Um, we're we're taking questions and we're offering advice, both our life advice and our intuitive advice. So if you have a question about your life, it could be about love, um, career. It could be about just like a weird situation with a family member, a relationship, whatever it is. Um, Maybe you got sucked into an alternate reality and need to know what to do. <laughs> How to get back. And we are here. <laughs> Yeah, ask us anything. Basically, it's an ask us anything. Um, And you can call into our advice hotline. Number is 562-542-3464. You can just call. It'll go directly to voicemail. And you can just leave a voice message. You can do it anonymously. Um, You can also email us your question at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com. And let us know what it is you want to hear from us. Like, let us know. This is all – the season is all kind of an experiment for us. So just – 
connect with us and let us know how it's going and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Other than that, we love you guys. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye.